What's up, Atlanta sports fans? I'm Graham Waldrop, and alongside me, as always, is Adam Kalal, and we are Atlanta's own. Two Atlanta natives recapping the week that was in Atlanta professional sports, wacky-ass hijinks, and analysis. Adam, how's it going, sir? Graham, it's going pretty well. H- Happy Mother's Day to you, sir. Happy Mother's Day to you. I suppose you are sort of the mother of this podcast, so... I, I guess, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I don't know. If, you, if I'm the mother, you have to be the father at this point. Mm. Yeah, I don't know which way that goes. Yeah. Are we both co-mothers? Co-mothers. 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 Well, happy Mother's Day to you. And, yeah. oh, and, and you know what? We wouldn't be here celebrating Mother's Day if it wasn't for our, for our baby, Atlanta's own. Exactly. So this is really more about a celebration of the show than it is about us, because without the show, we wouldn't be mothers. That's just a great point, Graham. Yeah. Uh, hard-hitting stuff off the bat yeah. today. Absolutely. Uh, I could tell we're going to be on our game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an A-plus episode. Big time. Big time. Well, after the last one, I thought it was one of the best ones we did all year. Um you know, normally I'm just like, yeah, it was okay. But last one I was like, you really brought a lot of analysis to the Falcons draft recap. I was, I was, I was shocked. You know, I did, I did my research. Wow. I, uh, I read the newspaper. Impressive. I read the internet. Wow. <laughs> I watched videos. I went to training camp. You went to training camp yeah, too, man. Yeah. Man. Um, I really should. Yeah, you know, every now and then. But today, I, f- I feel like the show today is more of an educational opportunity for me. Because the West Coast uh, Braves trip just really messed up my whole weekly schedule. And I didn't get a lot of Braves in this week, Graham. So I'm hoping that you can fill me in a little bit on what I missed. I definitely got in some Braves this week. I didn't watch as much of the Dodgers series as I have the Diamondbacks series so far. Strictly because whenever we play the Dodgers in L.A., we just suck. And it seemed like every time I was need to go to sleep anyway, we were down by what I perceived to be an insurmountable deficit. Sure. So I would just turn it off and go to sleep. And I didn't waste my time because we lose. And then I'd wake up and read about what I missed. And, yeah, we got swept uh, in L.A. And I think it was one of those series. It reminded me a lot of um, a lot of last year in the playoffs, right, where you um, – sort of like the measuring stick, right, is, is, is set by other teams in the, in the league that have achieved a lot of success. And the Dodgers have won the National League in back-to-back seasons. And you play a team, you know, like the Marlins, who we swept, who clearly suck. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay, we beat them. We took care of them. That's what we should do. We're a lot better than, than they are. And then the Dodgers did the same thing to us. It's like we're not, like, as bad as the Marlins, but in terms of comparing us to the Dodgers, the Dodgers are, like, light years ahead of us right now. Yeah, it's certainly a different level. Yeah. And I... I Said this last week. I still think we're trying to figure out our identity. I uh, got a lot of moving pieces right now with mm-hmm. the bullpen and the lo- little lineup shakeup this week, which I think was good to see. Um, yeah, I don't see I don't, where everyone fits. I don't mind that, especially when you're sort of mired in this in this stretch of mediocrity. And I don't think it's totally the lineup's fault, but we have noticed, like we talked about, I think last week, how runs in scoring position hasn't been a strong point uh, recently for the team when it had been earlier in the season. So I think shaking up the lineup isn't a, isn't the worst thing in the world. I, I like Donaldson, honestly, in the four, and he's, he's done well since moving there. Um, Acuna started to get his mojo back a little bit. He's still not, like, you know, killing the ball or anything, but he did pick up a couple more base hits last night. He's getting on base some more. He hit a towering shot. What do you think about him back in the leadoff role? Uh, I like it. He hit a towering shot uh, Friday night and um, 466 feet to dead center which was beautiful. Um, I think it's good. I think he, he always should have stayed there. I think he's one of the most dynamic players in baseball, and why not put your best, arguably your best player in the in the number one position, who in the leadoff position, when he can totally change the game from the outside of it. I mean, 
I, I like the lineup construction now, and I kind of like Ozzy being six too. Um, even though I, I, I wondered about Dansby and Ozzy because Dansby's two now and Ozzy's six, and I sort of was like, well, maybe Dansby can be six, but Dansby's doing really well Dansby right gets now on too. Base a little more than and having Ozzy down there adds some power and some more uh, dynamic, another dynamic to the bottom of your order, and allows him to clean up a little bit too when guys get on base like Marquez or, or Donaldson who both have good on base percentages. So. I think our first and Mac is what looks great. Hit a, hit a huge homer last you night. Mean Brian McCann. Yeah, Brian McCann looks fantastic. I mean, he had a home run last night to right center field that he just slaughtered. Uh, that went right. I think it was like four twenty. Well, the or beautiful something. thing about that was he had just missed on a foul ball right down the line. Yeah, and then like the very next before. pitch blasted again. Yeah, it was that was incredible. I mean, he looks like vintage McCann. I don't know how long it's going to stay like that, but his approach is sound. Earlier in the game, he took a took a pitch to get a uh, earlier in the game he took a took a pitch to the opposite field that was an outside pitch you know you don't you're not seeing him roll over a lot of pitches right now it still happens every once in a while but I mean he has nine day difference between this year and last year last year was just an injury riddled season for him very unproductive now he's healthy and he's he's really kicking ass even though he's you know an older man so I think our first seven are great Ender obviously is a is a detriment um but I like the lineup construction right now it's just really I think a matter of a of the bullpen. Let, let me ask you again. I'm, I'm going to switch things up today. Yeah. Um, since I said this is my educational day, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, mm. and I just want your instant gut reaction. Hold on. Let me uh, let me have another drink before you do that. Okay. Because I want to be as lucid and as on point as possible before you ask this question. And so let's let's wait for ten seconds for me to down this whole thing. All right. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. Fire away. Well, let me go through my notes here. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of papers on the table yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of research. Yeah. All right, Graham. Um, Josh Donaldson. Mm. Is he on our team after the All-Star break? After the trade deadline, we'll say. Ooh, that's, that's, that's really hard-hitting. Uh, I have to say yes. All right. On that. Do you want me to extrapolate or just we're just going to? Okay, extrapolate. I think that he will be because I don't think we're in a position where we're going to fall out of contention yet. Um, I think the offense is good enough to carry the bullpen, and we saw that last night. Um, you know, where Tomlin kept giving up home runs, and you know, later in the in the game, he gave up two bombs, and he gave up a run in the inning before that that he pitched, and it was just like Jesus Christ, you know, what the hell is going on here? But at the same time, the offense kept answering. You can't rely on that all the time because we're going to face better bullpens than Arizona's. But I think that overall the, that the offense is good enough to the point to keep us in contention. It's just a matter of will we make moves to better our bullpen. And I think eventually we will and allow us to remain in contention. Everyone's acting like the season's over. I mean, we're, we're at 500. We are middling. We are kind of mediocre. But we're, not at it. we're only three games back from the Phillies, for Christ's sake. It's not like the season's over. So I think, yes, we'll get our shit together. Yes, we'll make some bullpen moves. And yes, we'll, we'll be in contention. And yes, Josh Donaldson will be on the team after the trade deadline. Okay, maybe I should have done a little better job with a thorough question. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was getting with that was, is Austin Riley to the point uh, where <laughs> <gotcha>. <laughs> we could have... <laughs> 
afford to trade Josh. Yeah, you can you can cut me off if you want to. Yeah. I just down down an entire. I, I was waiting uh, for you drink. to say anything about Josh Donaldson in that whole rambling answer. I did say everything about Josh. Donaldson. Well, at the end you did. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, you talked about, about, talk about the bullpen. Yeah. So my context yeah. in my head where I was at. Yeah. Austin Riley down in AAA, completely raking. Could we put him at third base? Get some bullpen arms for Donaldson. For Donaldson. I mean, that, that's one way to go about it. I think, you know, think about it this way, though. Why not keep Donaldson and call up Riley when your offense becomes even more powerful? Now, maybe your defense takes a hit because you got to put Riley in probably left field, but that's the move I would make. I mean, Riley, I mean, it's just hitting 450 or something, 1,000 slugging percentage, whatever. I mean, every number you look at, he's hit a shit ton of home runs. I mean, he is on fire right yeah, now, he, and I think you've got to get him up here to help out the team, and that has to force your hand to the point where you do make a move. I think what you're saying is you know, you, you will make a move to uh, try and bring in some bullpen pieces, but it's going to involve having to trade somebody. So you're thinking more— I don't want to trade Donaldson, though. So you're thinking more the Riley to left, Acuna to center, Enders, the odd man out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think even though Acuna has been—he made a great diving— Catch last night. He I'm did. not sure I you saw, saw it. I did. I need to look at his uh, defensive metrics. I know he's misplayed some balls this year, but I think he's so freaking talented that I think you can take the hit of losing Ender's defense um, right now if it means that you vastly improve your bullpen. Because guess what? Even if you have a great defense, if your bullpen is one of the top five or ten worst bullpens in the league and it has the second, I looked at it today. We are second worst in the majors in terms of giving up uh, giving up walks. It's incredible. 83 walks in like 115 innings or something like that. And that's second worst behind Seattle. I mean, it doesn't matter how good your defense is if you're just walking everybody. Next question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you see Sean Newcomb in the bullpen the rest of the year? Yes. How do you feel about Sean Newcomb in the bullpen? I've liked what I've seen from him. He seems like pissed off. He's attacking guys. His curveball is snapping like it hasn't snapped since, you know, earlier last year when he was really on. And I... You know what? It doesn't mean that he has to stay in the bullpen for the rest of his life. I think you just use this as kind of like a, a purgatory for him to motivate him to get back in the rotation next year. If someone gets hurt, sure, maybe he comes back to the rotation, but I like where he is right now, and he needs to prove that he can pitch at this level. And the best way to do that, I think, right now for him is to let him loose. Say, fuck it, don't hold anything back, strike guys out, attack him. So, yeah. Next question. Does Freddie Freeman need a day off? Yes, at some point. Um, <laughs> I, I would rather do it in a scenario where, you know, we uh, are like five or six games or 500. We've won two games in a series. And if we lose the, next, the, the game on Sunday or a Wednesday game or a Thursday game, it's not going to like kill us or anything like that. So you got to find the right opportunity. But yes, you should give him a day off at some point. Next question. Why is Matt Joyce playing so much more than Charlie Culberson? It's a good question. Um, I don't know. Thank you. I think that... Uh, <laughs> You know, Snickers kind of reminds me of Bobby Cox in a sense where he really becomes fixated with the guys. Like, he loves Ender. Ender never gets a day off. <laughs> uh, rarely, unless it's against a lefty. And then Joyce has been good, but Culberson, when he's played in his, you know, the minimal amount of times he has played, has looked really solid, and he's hardly had any starts. So I would like to – I don't know what the point the, – the reasoning is, but they're both contributing, so I can't get too upset. Uh, next question. Is Luke Jackson an elite closer? No. Is he what a closer looks like? No. Is he a closer? He's our closer. And you know what? Out of all the guys in the bullpen, he's the only one I've... He and Winkler are the only guys I feel confident about. 
even though Luke gave up that home run to David Peralta on uh, Thursday night, I believe, and we lost the game, it was like, of course, you're going to have your moments where you have a, a rough outing. And he looked fine other than that one curveball he hung. He mowed down the first two guys he faced. So it's really him and Winkler. That's it. Um, so I I think, you know, you let him be the closer for now, but you can't bank on him being able to carry that load the whole year just because he's never done it before. Like, until he does this for, like, months and shows a lot of consistency, I'm not going to fully trust him. But I will say this, he has rebounded and has been one of – he has been our best guy in the bullpen this year. It's pretty incredible. He was not a major league pitcher last year, and now he's proven that he is. So, good for him. Next question, Graham. We're going to move on from that. Is Johan Camargo overrated? Do the fans overvalue him? I think so. I think so. I think um, – you know, he's shown to, to lack a little bit defensively this year. He's made some costly errors. Um, he has also, and he's also not great against right-handers. I mean, if you look at his splits against lefty and right, he's a much better hitter against left-handers. But, so yeah, I think the, I think calling him the Kamar Goat and all this stuff is kind of ridiculous. He is a good player, but, I mean, like, I would rather have, I'm glad we have Josh Donaldson to start every day other than over Johan, because Josh can, can rake no matter who's, who's, uh, who is uh, pitching and he gets on base at a better clip than Johan. So I think yes, I would say yes. Okay. Uh, next question. Is Dansby Swanson our shortstop six years from now? Ooh. I would say yes. I think I'm seeing – I'm starting to believe in the new Dansby. And I'll tell you why. Um, Talking Chop did a great piece this week about advanced hitter metrics. And if you look at 2018 versus 2017 – Dansby Swanson has already barreled up more balls this year, like right on the barrel, like crushing the ball, than he has in the entirety of last season. Mm. So that says a lot to me. His hard hit percentage is up uh, 3% over where it was last year. His launch angle is 4 degrees higher. His exit velocity is the same, but the launch angle, the more barrels, and the hard hit percentage tells me that this is not a a passing phase. And... Um, I think he's, uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Like, I feel really good about him right now. I think everyone else should, too. Okay, next question. Um, In 2020, what do you see as our starting outfield? I will say um, in 2020 it will be Acuna, Pache, and uh, this kid Waters Waters. down minor leagues. I think both of them. The two of them profile really well. Pache's having a great season. I believe he's, I don't know if he's in double A or triple A, but he's, he's in double A. He's done double A. Yeah, he's raking. So apparently, Waters has been, he's got that Bryce Harper swagger, apparently, mm-hmm. which I kind of like. Like, I mean, think about it, too. Like, I think Donaldson's kind of a milder Harper. Like, yeah. he's much more mature, but you can tell he's got a lot of, uh, He's, he's got a ton of confidence, but he's not a prick about it. I think Harper's never learned to not be a prick about it, whereas Donaldson, you know, has. Right. And, like, all those commercials, like, you know, for his bobblehead, like, Bringer of Rain and all this stuff. Like, I, I love Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Like, it's no. great. Like, that commercial, like, where he, like, pops his jersey off and he's looking at the camera in slow motion. I'm like, that's my guy. He's really cool. And, he, and he's, he's been a, a big contributor offensively and defensively this year. So I, I like Donaldson a lot. But to get back to the point, yeah, I think it's I think it's Pache, Waters, and, uh, and Acuna. Next question. Mm-hmm. Are the commercials that play uh, during Braves broadcasts on Fox Sports South 
the best commercials in the world or the worst commercials in the world? They're so bad it's good. Yeah. Like the one where about the uh, buckling your seatbelt where it's like all the people across like Tennessee and Georgia and South Carolina and whatnot. And Taylor Shite, you know, that guy. And then the umpire. South and, Carolina. South Carolina. Georgia. Taylor Shite. You know, the, it's, it's like it's so stupid. The production values are horrible. The editing's bad. Uh the umpire at the end wearing that old gear and just being like, Shoof! is 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 ridiculous. Well, how about the Trey Young one where, um, or the Aussie, the the Trey Young at, and Dominique at the Dodge at the car dealership. dealership. Yeah, that's a so bad it's good commercial too. I, well, I, I binge watched his highlight reel. Yeah, like that, that's, it's awful, but yeah. it, it has a kind of like classic cheesy. So they're the best commercials ever. Yeah, and same thing like Aussie's doing a commercial with that. I saw that one yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's so fucking bad it's good, mm. and I enjoy those. Um. Personally, just because at least they add some entertainment value. They're not some boring-ass AT&T commercial where it's not funny. It's like, I don't know if these guys are trying to make so bad it's good commercials, but they're succeeding if they are. Okay. Um, I think it's time for the next question. What else do I got? Oh, uh, Fulty. Is he going to get it figured out? I don't know. I don't know right now. I don't feel good. I mean, I know he said earlier this week and the Dodgers start, he was like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure things out or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. But that, that concerns me a lot because the time to figure things out is in AAA. It's not when we need a win against the defending National League champions. Um, so I've seen some decent things from him, but I, I don't think his slider's there. And uh, he's still not doesn't look as sharp as he did last season. So he better figure out things fast. And the fact that he said that really pisses me off. So he's kind of on my shit list right now, mm-hmm. honestly, because if that's his attitude, if he's treating this like spring training, go back to AAA. Yeah. we got enough starting pitch. Exactly. Plug in, P- put Tukey out there. Yeah. Like, fuck it. I'd rather Tukey struggle and give it his all. I'm not saying that Fulty's not giving it all, but treat it like it's a regular season game. than Fulty come up here and be like, yeah, it's just kind of like, I'm still figuring it out. Like this is not the place to figure things out. Is Gosman gonna be okay? He had a pretty good start last night. Yeah, he looks solid. I mean, when he, when he really paints, he's good. Like I think the last uh, inning, he struck out a guy ninety seven on the black on the outside corner last night, and I was like, you know, he he shows you that he's got the got the stuff. It's just a matter of I think for him the consistency and not leaving leaving pitches out to like really get nailed, which sometimes where that bites him in the ass. But in terms of he gets it figured out, like I don't expect him to be like you know a Frieder Soroka, but I expect him to be a decent three or fourth third or fourth option. Um, hopefully a fourth option because you like you like your your three horses to be I think right now Soroka, Freed, and and Fulte doesn't have to be in any particular order but I think after that Gosman's got to be the guy because I can't trust Julio Tehran at all even though I know sometimes he does okay but I've seen enough from that guy to know so Gosman's got to really make sure he stays as consistent as he can so hopefully he can but I don't know Uh, next question Graham Mm. Uh, do you mind if I ask you a couple more Keep going. I mean, it's our show. Do whatever you want. Would you prefer your right fielder to be Nick Markakis batting over 300 and making about $2.5 or Bryce Harper locked in for 13 years and $330 million? Uh, Markakis. Because I think the important thing to keep in mind is that you lock in Harper for that amount of time yeah, he's a great talent, but he's also, I mean, 13 years for anybody is just nuts. I know he's only 26, but it's like, Jesus, God, you're going to really have this guy that was 40 years old? We have a, you know, some really nice uh, minor league outfielders, and I don't know if Riley's going to be an outfielder or third base. I imagine he's going to be third base, but you got, you know, you potentially play outfield. You got Riley, you got Pache, you got Waters. Do you really want to block any of those guys? Um, 
not to say that you block all of them, but some of them, as opposed to a guy who has shown in recent years that he, he, he struggles, doesn't put up amazing war, can certainly is intimidating, has a lot of power, a lot of talent, but his defensive metrics lack are lacking, and that's a shit ton of money to put into a guy like that. So I'm, I would rather have Mark Takis for just this year, and then hopefully Pache is ready next year, um, because then you get to see another dynamic talent emerge who's younger, who's under you know control at uh, team control at an affordable rate, who can hopefully be one of the more dynamic players in the game to join you know Ozzy Alves and Ronald Acuna Jr. So I think. Yes, I'd rather have Marquecas because not because just because of what it does now, but really what it does for the future. Mm. Uh, next question, Graham. Who do you hate more? Mm. The Mets, the Phillies, the Nationals, or Jim Larence? I gotta say Jim Larence. Yeah. He uh I I actually when I was cleaning up our house this week, I have a bunch of old ticket stubs going back to when I was like a freaking baby. And I came across the uh, one of the World Series game, 96 World Series tickets. And I think it was the one, the Jim Lyrics game. It just brought back so many harsh memories. I had to stare at that ticket for about five minutes. He haunts my dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hate the Phillies, I hate the Mets, I hate the Nationals, but no one has hurt me like Jim Lyrics has. And no one has made me cry like a baby like Jim Lyrics has. Well, you were like six or seven years old. I was six years old, but I'm just saying, like, we... Falcons made you cry as a grown man. They did, but they also lost the Super Bowl in the worst way possible. However, Jim Lyrits, that was that was just the death knell. That just, that, oh, that was awful. Like, I, I'm starting to break down right now. Let's move on. But yeah, Jim Lyrits. <laughs> okay. Um, peanuts or uh, sunflower seeds? Peanuts. Sunflower seeds, you got to suck on them and crack them up in your mouth. You don't want to do that. Peanut, just unspool. Sunflower seeds, you can eat while driving. Spit them in a cup. Spit them out the window. Yeah, but I don't think they taste as good as peanuts, dude. Peanuts, uh, roasted. Mm. Peanuts is a lot more work. Yeah, but it's satisfying to crack open the shell. It gives your hands something to do during the game. Um, it's nothing like going to baseball and having some peanuts. It's just it's just like American as it gets. Sunflower seeds are nice, but peanuts are essential to me. Okay. Um... Oh, here's a good one for you. Out of Braves, Hawks, Falcons, two teams have to leave the city. Which one stays for you? That's a very difficult, difficult question. Gut reaction, Graham. Gut reaction. We don't have time uh, for you to right, lollygag over there. Sure. Um, I would lose the Hawks. As much as I love the Hawks, I don't think I love them as much as the Braves or the Falcons. And I'd have to go get rid of the Falcons, too. The Braves are my first love. I got to, you know... I didn't get into the Falcons in, uh, until I was about seven or eight. And I didn't get into the, the Hawks until I was about, you know, 10, 11, something like that. I, mean, I knew they existed. I still watched them every once in a while. But I wasn't, like, emotionally connected as much. But the Braves have been, like, since birth, emotionally connected. So the Braves have to be my team. As hard as it would be. But it's like asking to, like, shoot your children. I don't know. That would be awful. Sure. That's my answer to the Braves. Um, I think this is my last question, Graham. Sure. <clears throat> Did the Hawks get Zion Williamson? No, because we are Atlanta. But at the same time, I was thinking about this this week, and I was like, I keep seeing so many articles written about Zion going to the Hawks, how amazing it would be. And it's not just the Sports Illustrated guy from a couple months ago. It's like a bunch of articles, not just, like, Soaring down south or Peachtree Hoops or 
athletic. It's like all these national pundits are saying it. So I feel like some hype is building, and maybe Adam Silver can pull some strings because there seems to be a ton of people who want that. And the league's usually seems to give uh, teams where people want things to happen, lets them get the number one pick, like with Cleveland getting like two or three over the last decade. So I think it's possible, but I still can't believe in it because we are Atlanta. I'll go on the record and say if the Lakers, who have like a 1.5% chance of getting the normal pick. It's fucking rigged. If they get him, I'm protesting. Yeah, I think we should march down to New York City. I will block off the highway oh. with my signs. I think we should go to New York to do that, Adam. NBA, let's do it next week. If we if the Lakers get Zion, we're flying to New York yeah. and we're protesting. I got I got some miles built up. We'll, we'll fly right up there yeah. for free. I got a savings account. Perfect. Great. Um, I kind of want to do that actually. It'll be fun. Get some pizza. Yeah. Couple drinks. Couple drinks. <laughs> See a Broadway show. Forget while we're there. Yeah. <laughs> Not actually protest at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then come back. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a date. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that's all I got. I, I feel very informed now, Graham. I appreciate yeah, that. Those are some good questions. Thanks, man. Um, I think the last couple of bits I want to talk about, um, I have a question for you now. Mm. Josh Tomlin. What the fuck? Why? What do you mean? Like, why is he being used so much in high leverage situations? It's been pretty good for the most part until last night. And his last... Uh, Three appearances. Yeah, some actual things to go off of. And his last three appearances, seven and and two thirds innings pitch, he's given up five runs and has given up three homers. And how many innings? 7.2. That's not atrocious. That's pretty bad. Three. What's he doing for the season, though? It's like a 3-9-2, That's not very good he's for been, a bullpen guy. He's been fine. Even though he goes multiple Have you seen innings. our bullpen? The thing is, is, though, Josh Tomlin does not have very overwhelming stuff. I mean, if you watch him pitch, He's not throwing heat, and when he doesn't locate, he gets killed. And that happened last night, and it's happened but this whole him. week. Yeah. It's like he leaves pitches in the middle of the plate. His curveball doesn't snap. His changeup doesn't move. His fastball sits there. Like, if he's not working the corners, he's trash. And he had a shitty season last year, a shitty season last, uh, the year before that. I don't trust him in high leverage. Dan Winkler needs to be your eighth inning man. I don't care if his fucking arm's about to fall off. Right now, until you get more help, Winkler's your guy. Five appearances in May. Has been unstoppable. Has not given up a run, and only has one walk. Give me that man in the eighth inning every night. Then, not every night, but like then Luke Jackson in the ninth. Then Luke Jackson in the ninth. That's what, that's what you got to do. I don't know who your Jacob, seventh. Jacob Webb's all right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who your seventh inning guy is. Josh Tomlin. No, Josh Tomlin's the eighth, the seventh, and eighth inning guy for some fucking reason. But I, I got to ride Winkler right now as 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 my eighth inning guy. Um, it's, it's tough with that bullpen. And then when Snip put in Johnny Venters last night to face David Peralta, I was like, holy shit, this is his first action since coming back. And you're going to face their best hitter. He got him to ground out, but Jesus God. It was kind of He's been pitching concerning. in AAA. He's seen professional hitters. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I know he's got the experience. I just It's hard to trust Johnny after he sort of blew up the start of the season. And who knows he how, was hurt. how much mileage he has on his arm. I don't know. And even Snicker came out and said this week he thinks he's going to sort of pick and choose if it's going to be Venters in the ninth inning or if it's going to be Luke Jackson. I don't think Luke Jackson has obviously not locked down the uh, closer's role because he's saying that, yeah, Johnny's probably going to close. And I was like, fuck. I mean, we got to get some help, man. I don't know what – I know we've been saying this for – I hate to keep being a dead horse, but this team will not compete if we do not get bullpen help. It will continue to be a 500 team. We'll win 
82 games. Yeah, what do you think they've legitimately blown, like, six games? Something six like wins? that, probably, if not more. Yeah. I mean, I think we could be five games over. But, like, games we were winning. Yeah, I mean, think about this week. It was Luke Jack- the Luke Jackson game against uh, Arizona on Thursday. There was a couple other games before that, obviously. I can't, you know, think off the top of my head, but we have seen us blow leads um, later in games at least four or five times this year, if yeah. not more. And, you know, sometimes you can you can point to – and it's not just blowing the games, too. It's like if you're tied or down a run, things also can explode from there if you walk too many people or give up base hits or whatever. And, like, this is not a shutdown bullpen. This is a very rough-and-tumble bullpen, and I'm surprised that there it's are— It's a hot take, Graham, that this is not a shutdown bullpen. I know. I mean, I don't think anyone else is, is saying that. Like, Braves Twitter really supports the bullpen and thinks yeah. that they're all great guys. Um, it's controversial. It's very controversial. Um but it is it is tough. It's just like I don't know how you can sit there and look at this. And even when you add a guy like Blevins or whatever, it's like, okay, what the fuck's he gonna do? I mean, he's just another journeyman dude. Like we gotta, and the Kimbrel thing is gonna come back up because I don't think anyone's gonna sign him at this point until June. Yeah. Because if you sign him after June third, I think or second, you don't have to give your first round pick to the Red Sox. Well, this this is why I'm excited about Newcomb out there, and I just wanted let's just make two key bullpen guys. Yeah, this year so that's two elite arms in the no, bullpen. This year, that's, I think that's what you got to do. You got to have Newcomb there, and you got to have um, let Newcomb and Tukey battle it out for your seventh inning guy. Mm-hmm. Winkler's your eighth inning guy, and Jackson's your ninth inning guy until further notice. And hell, you know whoever loses the seventh inning guy, make them the sixth inning guy. I mean, you got to think there's plenty of situations where a big time prospect has been an elite closer, like Adam Wainwright. Yeah, when he was young, he was a dominant closer, and then he started the rest of his career. That could be yeah. Tukey. And I think that's uh, that was Wainwright when I think the Cardinals won the World Series in 06. I think it he was because we had traded him for JD Drew. JD Drew, yeah. But I think when they won the World Series that year, he was closing, and now he's yeah. gone to be a, a great starter. He's obviously at the a end Hall of Famer, his, probably. yeah, end of his career. But he had a, he's had a fantastic career, and that's another thing too. It's just because you're in the bullpen now doesn't mean you got to stay there forever. Yeah, there's no shame, and it was very valuable for Freed last year to get that bullpen experience. Yeah, I think that's made him. Yeah, that's made into the pitcher he is today. It's a lot more of a bulldog now. And so I'm more, you know, I know I've, I've gone on record before in prior shows being like, I don't know why the fuck people are in the bullpen when you're going to make them a rotation guy and blah, 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 that ruins their routine. And blah, blah, blah. But now I'm starting to see, hey, there's value in that. It makes you more multifaceted. It teaches a young pitcher how to how to operate on both levels. And it's not a death sentence. It's not like they have to stay out there in the bullpen forever. And if, I, if they had the stuff to I would guess start. that they would rather be in the bullpen in the majors than starting in Gwinnett in front of 2,200 people. Exactly. You and know? being paid peanuts and, and riding, riding buses, buses for 500 miles to... Getting served slop yeah. by the clubhouse manager there. Yeah. Total slop right in their face. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun life. No. And it's not a fun life for the Braves right now with the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Bring Actually, up- it'd be an awesome life, comparatively. It depends. To us. It depends, right? Those guys probably make less money than we do. But they have, some, a lot, they have a lot of higher earning potential. They do have a lot higher earning potential, that's for sure. But think about all the guys that are stuck there who who maybe have talent, maybe have the will, but maybe other people are just way more talented. And they, they just keep going after their dream. They can't get the majors, and they toil away for years and years and years. Better than sitting in a cube, Graham. It's fair. At least you're trying to live the dream. Exactly. Um, Just like us. Yeah, exactly. So I'll ask you this one question, and then we'll probably wrap up this uh, very uh, discombobulated episode here. No, no, we we had an outline. Sure. 
what so what do you think long term is happening with with the Braves in terms of this season? Like, do you see us sort of getting over this this sort of slide we're in right now? Or I, I do. I, I are we going to be mired in it? I keep or? coming up with this identity thing, and I just think these pieces are going to fall into place. When you say identity, because I feel like offensively, even though we just switched up the lineup, I feel like there is a you know they, they identity they, there. They haven't fully clicked though, because the runners and scoring position piece they, sure. they don't have that same magic that they had last year. I think it's a better offense than last. It year. should be better, but that last year we just were so much more clutch. Yeah, but I think I think this year, if you look at the numbers, I think we're a better offense all around. I feel like it's more reliant on home runs than it was last year. Maybe to a degree, but I think guys are getting on base at a better clip. I yeah. think people are working the count in a much better way. We're not giving away at bats. Um, and even though we still have guys going through peaks and valleys, particularly uh, some of the younger folks, I think with Ozzie and, and Ronald, I think those guys are talented enough to the point where it's like there's no guy in the starting lineup other than Ender is hitting below 250. Yeah, no. And I mean, and everybody has a solid on base percentage or a great on base percentage. So I mean, I like this offense a lot. Oh no, Ender, I, I do as well. But I just think it's like if we get Newcomb and Tukey out there in the bullpen and get some roles defined and hopefully make a trade. And yeah, I think your identity crisis is certainly true in the bullpen. Yes, but also like I mean. With, Gossman generally gets better as the year goes along. Mm-hmm. Um, Soroka and Freed hopefully stay doing what they're doing. They've got to stay healthy. I mean, they look great, but as long as if they can stay healthy, we're in, we're in a good spot. We've seen Fulte be a really good pitcher. He's, and, it's not like he's lost his stuff. Yeah, and even though I hate that he said that he's still trying to figure things out, that still gives me hope that he will, yes. as opposed to, oh, I'm ready to go. So if he starts clicking, yeah, we're in business, baby. Right, right. That would be really so nice. So let's just stay in the race. Yeah. No one freak out. Right, exactly. Winning a couple games in Arizona is very big. Yeah, even if we split today. I take a 500 road, road trip. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of time to right the ship here, yeah. but at the same time, you still want to see some progress. And right now, we're not making much. And thank God that Max Freed, even though he had a rough outing, is not hurt after getting uh, hit in the hand in that yeah, Dodgers that's, game that's earlier in the week. When I saw that, I was just like, "Fuck me!" I was so concerned. I didn't, and I, you know, even though I was so concerned, I knew Joe Simpson was on the call, so I was like, I'm not turning on my my volume on my TV to get an update. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to sit there and freak out. But x-rays are negative, and uh, he's, he's starting hoping. starting today. Yeah, and he's starting today, so. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the Braves. Not a lot, uh, not too much else going on in the world of Atlanta sports. United's doing better, but we're not going to talk about them today. Um if the Hawks get the number one pick, yes, we'll do we'll do an emergency show. Yes, uh, we so that is going to be Tuesday night, everybody. Tuesday night is the draft lottery, so make sure you're watching. I can't remember if it's at seven or eight, but some some earlier than you would think. Okay, yeah, it's probably gonna be on ESPN. Um, People could figure these things out. Yeah, there. just uh, but it is on Tuesday night, so definitely definitely tune in and see what the hell happens. And if the Lakers do get it, me and Adam are going straight to New York to protest. Yes. Atlanta United are playing a lot better as well. Yeah, they are. Like I said, though, we're not going to talk about them in this episode. Although we can, I guess, if we want to. No, no I don't want to get into it. No. I just want to say that they're playing yeah, better. Yeah, well, is this their fourth win in a row? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're getting their mojo back. Pity Martinez has looked a lot better. He looked great in the last game. He actually scored a goal today. He was really close to scoring in the last game. He's actually getting more playing time, too. I don't know. Whatever's, whatever DeBoer's doing right now is working. I think people are starting to buy into the system. People are starting to play more cohesively. And guys that weren't contributing as much, like Pity, who was hardly even playing early in the season at times, is now 
now doing an excellent job. And even Joseph Martinez was getting assists, and not the the game today against Orlando, but the uh, the prior game, he's getting a couple of assists out there too, which was nice to see. I went too much into that's it, plenty of soccer talk. That's plenty of soccer. Talk. Gotta fill up my drink again just to forget about the uh, the beautiful game. Oh, don't be offensive, Graham. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Now you're just being rude. Am I being rude? Yeah. I watch them. <laughs> I enjoy it. I just don't know it. The worst part about it is I feel like I'm too old to... Um, we we know enough about soccer. Yeah, we know enough about it, but like strategy, like I'm watching baseball and I'm watching a, a, a pitcher attack a hitter. I can figure out what's going on. You know, football, I can look at formations defensively and offensively. Figure out what's going on. Basketball, same thing. Soccer, I don't fucking know anything. Five two one two six four seven nine. 404-325-8844. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean, though? Like, we don't know in depth anything about soccer. Oh, we know a lot, Graham. No, we don't. You're, you're Give yourself si- a little credit. No, you're giving yourself too much credit. We know more than 680 the fan. Put the ball in the Doubtful. net. Doubtful. Yeah, put the ball in the net. Ball, put in, the ball net. in the net. All right. I think that wraps up today's show. Happy Mother's Day to all. Until next time, rise up, chop on, stay in brotherhood, unite and conquer, and remain true to Atlanta. Hospital time to sip. Hospital time to sip.